Four Finger Discount is proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Trivia Nights. To find out when they're going to be doing a show near you, go to facebook.com slash the Simpsons best moments. So basically, I met one nice French person. Four Finger Discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount Australia's only Simpsons-based podcast. I'm Dando. I'm Mitch. How you doing, man? Very good. How are you, buddy? Yeah, pretty good. Now, we were just talking about something off the air that I felt we should talk on the air. Yeah, we started and then you went, well, hang on, we'll save this. Yes, because yep. we need material. We only just did like our longest podcast ever about three days ago. I've run out of stories. <laughs> so- Some would say too long. The ones who edit, they're the ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said it was too long. I thought it was quite good. My, my wife listened to it twice. Yeah, she's a big fan. Yeah. Apologies, though, for it being a bit late. I would have got it out earlier, but my... Damn audacity program froze on me. Yeah, that was awful. And people oh, noticed yes. that that was cool. Like, to know that there are people out there that are waiting for this. How good was the one the night we were recording? It's like, where's my, my burrito? burrito? <laughs> where's my burrito? Um, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. But and as I said, it, it turned out, um, you know, it's, it's been pretty well received. And my wife listened to it once through the day at work, and then she listened to it again when she got home. Which meant that I walked into my house, I was walking down the hallway, and I could the bathroom light was on, and I figured she was having a bath. And then I heard your voice. <laughs> well, hang on a so second. You <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was all, um, you know, crisis averted. When you first heard the voices, did you jump to conclusions, or did you compose yourself and think, you know what, she probably isn't having a bath or somebody? Stormed in there, ready to punch the first thing I saw. <laughs> no, no, of course. <laughs> So what were we talking about anyway? It was about Saw. Just yeah, t- yeah, yeah. So it. we were just talking about Jigsaw. Because um, we're, we're working on a concept for a new video series we want to start. But anyway, you brought yeah. up Saw. Yeah, no, well, just the idea of Saw living in day-to-day life. What it would be like living with Jigsaw uh, based on this little video that I was watching. And, and we were just chatting about voices of like uh, and horror movies in general and that yeah. sort of thing. And then you came up with something and then went, oh, wait, no, stop. I was just going to say that one of the most haunting scenes in any horror... So I consider Saw horror. I yeah. Guess, oh, it's, it's got gruesome... It's not your typical horror, but... The- the first one in particular, though, yeah. it's kind of horror, horror thriller, and then it turned into just torture porn. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's put it. Let's. This is the first one, anyway. One, yep. The final scene of the original saw. Yeah. Yep. So How, the door being slammed shut and saying "game over" or whatever. Is it? Spoilers. Saying, is it, yeah, is it game over? He says. It, yeah, I think game, game over. over. And then slams the door shut. That is terrifying, man. Like he didn't even do nothing to the guy, but he's just locked him in the room. Yeah. And knowing that guy's going to be there forever. Yeah. Until, well, he's obviously going to die from starvation or yeah. whatever. So you want to do a sequel based on that yeah. guy? <laughs> just based on that guy. The, the guy that got left behind in the room, he co-wrote the original movie. Yep. Yeah. I, I just find the first one easily, it's usually, usually is the case, it's the best of all the That's Saw movies. It's a great movie. Yeah. How, how awesome is it? It's yeah. so different. I remember it was being compared to Seven when it first came out. Like they, they kind of, you know, they, they jumped the shark pretty much straight away. But Yeah. Well, they, Hollywood bought the rights to the franchise, did they not? Yeah. Yeah, they did. And then other writers came in and other directors and blah, blah, blah. It kind of got away from what it was. And I think people got excited about the wrong parts of it and then tried to ramp that up. And yeah. then it just became about what's the most elaborate death trap we can concoct rather than the psychological... The meaning behind killing them, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, what I like the most about it, and I think what appealed to most people, is you can seriously relate to being in that situation because it could genuinely happen to you. In the first oh, movie, mm. the, the things that the tasks that he was making people do weren't that extravagant. They weren't over-the-top Hollywood style. They were just a crazy dude putting people in situations. Yeah. And it could happen to anybody. Yeah. You know what? It's kind of... um. In a, in a different way. This is way. not a Saw review, by the way. This is a Simpsons. We're going to be reviewing the Crepes. Is it the Crepes? Yeah, the Crepes of Wrath. Yeah, yes. we'll be getting to that in just a moment. In a, in a way, there was... Uh, a, oh, I can't remember which radio station it was, but someone had like this really elaborate wedding proposal um, maybe a year or two ago. 
And I reckon that there's a similar element to that to what goes on in the Saw movies, where someone comes up with such an elaborate concoction that it forces the hand of the other person to only do what what the desired result is. Yeah, yeah. Um, like they had celebrities on board. I think uh, I don't know if it was um, people from Breakfast Television and that sort of stuff. Like everyone was coming by. AFL footballers were involved in this proposal. Like it was one of those ones. So where, it was an Aussie based thing, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was down at um, Crown on South Bank, and there was no way that the woman was going to be able to say no to it all. And you know that that's it. You, one day you're just going down your life, and the next minute. Metaphorically, you've got your head in a bucket of razor blades, and the only way you get out safely <laughs> is by saying, "Yes, I'll spend the rest of my life." With what you. do you think was the worst task in the first Saw movie? Uh, like, it, I can oh, remember the chick with the the bear trap on her face. Yeah, the bear bad. trap was pretty bad. I think the worst one for the whole series for me was in the second, the pit of needles. Oh but, man, yeah, that and was like awful. Yeah, weren't that because she was a, a ex addict, wasn't she? Yeah, and then yeah. she becomes Saw, and then it's like, oh, okay, so this is just Hollywood yeah, style. Yeah, now it's just going down the toilet. Um, we've probably lost. The majority of our listeners now. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of them. Do you want to? Okay, let's get into it. The Crapes of Wrath. Five or six of them. Before we get into them, yeah, let's. Um, you know, what I like to do the the, the gritty details. It was yep. first at April 15, 1990. Uh, the chalkboard gag was garlic gum is not funny. No, mm. it's not. No, it's not. Nor tasty. Yeah. And the couch gag. I don't know whether it was reused, but it's everyone I think rushes. It was. On, everyone rushes onto the couch and Homer pops off. Yes. Not 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 tr- not pops off. Yeah, but pops off the couch. Yes. Anyway, so what were your first thoughts on this episode? Uh, I was really excited to watch this one because I, you, I you, don't know you, if it's a child labor thing, but this is one that just doesn't seem to be replayed very often. Like the it, first season isn't replayed. I was gonna, I actually going to mention this at the end, but I feel the first season, the recurring trend from going back and watching these episodes is that I don't think that highly of them. But it's, I think it's because I don't watch them enough. Yeah. I feel like the first season doesn't get enough love that it deserves. Deserves to be on. It never, more. It never gets. Never gets replayed on TV the first season. Very mm. rare. I think Foxtel does occasionally. Yeah, it's all, but they, it's like they hide from it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, they did the same. Um, Seinfeld similar as well. Actually, yeah. very rare. Seinfeld probably for different reasons that the first season wasn't very good. With this one, you've got some episodes that still stack up with the best of the whole series. It doesn't look good as compared to the later seasons, yeah. but the comedy is still there. Yeah, exactly. And who gives a shit what it looks like as long as it's funny? I think it's better than after, most of the episodes after like season twelve, thirteen anyway. Yeah, the first season. Yeah, definitely. So what were your first thoughts going into it? You were excited, you were saying. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, this was one that I'd remembered. Um, I probably built it up a lot in my head, actually, because I remembered really liking it when I was younger, and then I hadn't seen it in 10 years. So I really wanted to dive back in, A, to find out what was good about it, but B, I, I was probably going in looking for something to be controversial, because I was trying to figure out in my mind why, of all episodes, it's this one that I haven't seen in such a long time. I didn't really come up with much. I mean... It's obviously very, very racist towards the French, but... Well, it's the, it's the first sort of piss-take episode where they take on another country. Yeah. I think... Has there been number before this? The uh, first no, no, not really. So I like, mean, the character of Jacques slightly, but nah, not but really. They don't, but I mean, yeah. going to the country itself, yeah, you know, like, yeah. we can't wait to get to Bart versus Australia. Yeah, yes. <laughs> when <laughs> we first... going to be a three-part podcast. When we first uh, threw around the idea of doing an Australian-based Simpsons podcast, my suggestion was that the joke would be that every episode we say, we're, and we're going to do the Crepes of Wrath, and then we would just talk about Bart versus, Bar versus Australia <laughs> over and over and over again. Dando very quickly pointed out that that would be funny maybe twice, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's hard to sustain. Yeah, yeah. Going into this episode, though, I was the opposite. I didn't have good memories of this episode. I, I don't know what it was. I think as a kid, I just didn't... A lot of the anti-French jokes went straight over my head. It yeah. seems to me, from the discussions we've had, you were a much smarter child than I was. Probably. You were, you were, you were more <laughs> with it. I um, not, not to put you down, but I was a much smarter child than most. <laughs> and I, I didn't really think much of this episode because yeah. I didn't really find it that funny. Yeah. I hung out with a lot of adults yeah. when I was a kid. So I think I, I quickly How much candy kind of, they give you, though? 
um, <laughs> <laughs> there was we, we worked on a ratio system. It was um, one piece of candy per act. <laughs> Uh, but you know, look, You're entering dangerous territory. Father here. James was a very generous man. <laughs> Let's stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Um, I, I going back and watching it though. There, there's one quote I wrote down here that I think is just hilarious. You may find his accent peculiar. Certain aspects of his culture may seem absurd, perhaps even offensive. But I urge you all to give little a deal the benefit of the doubt. In this way, and only in this way, can we hope to better understand our backward neighbors throughout the world. I love whenever Skinner is trying to be tolerant of something, but like his veneer just cracks and yeah, he, he, yeah it's it's uh, yeah, that's very funny. What, what I find with that quote is it's obviously they're taking the piss out of French and Albanian to an extent as well yeah. in this episode, yeah. Albania, but they also take the piss out of themselves. Like that's, yeah, that's definitely they're saying this is how we we think, you know, how we other present, people. Yeah, and then Adil's response is, "Thank you, Principal Skinner. Thank you, fellow students. Although I have only been in your country a few days." I have already found Americans to be most trusting. Although officially I am required to hate you, I want you to know I do not feel it in my heart. <laughs> Such a sweet little kid. He's, he's a terrorist, right? But he yeah. just seems like a genuine nice kid. Even when he's getting deported at yeah. the end, he's yeah. like, I'll miss you, Simpsons. And they're like, I'll miss you too. Yeah. You're a terrorist, but I miss not, you. He's a nice terrorist. What's he, it? Oh, at the end of the day, what's he done? He's taken a few photos. And we haven't actually spelled out how this has occurred, have we? So, um, oh, the brief synopsis? Yeah. So yeah, basically, so Bart, he's get told... Well, he gets... Let's not do the full synopsis. It's kind of a final straw type scenario. Yeah, so he gets told to clean up his room and he doesn't. And Homer trips on one of the toys, hurts yeah. his back. Oh my God, that is so funny oh, as well. Yeah. Homer just laying on his back for the entire day. Let's get into it in a moment though. Okay. We'll just do the quick synopsis. Yeah, so basically, sorry. we'll just run through the quick episode. And then he goes to school. Well, when he's cleaning up his room, he finds the cherry bomb. Finds the cherry bomb. Goes to school, throws it in the toilet and explodes and all the pipes and all the toilets flood with water. Yep. Injuring... Um, Skinner's mum, yes, Agnes, and it's a final straw. But uh, that's a very funny sound. But Skinner um, suggests to the Simpsons that Bart gets put in as part of a student yeah. exchange program. <laughs> Have you considered deportation? deportation. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets sent to France, and they get a deal from Albania in return. Now, the reason they did Albania was because. You were wondering why. Well, there was no reason, really. No, it was just that, that Albania never got like any it. love on TV, so yeah. they did that. Anyway, so it turns out that Adil's a terrorist, or is it a spy? We should say, not a spy. Terrorist spy, whatever. Yeah, they didn't have terrorists in the no- early 90s. No, no, no. The, and terrorists only exist now. Yeah, it's trying to get um, information about the nuclear power plant. Why you get, go to Springfield is beyond me, but anyway. Yeah, you'd, and, you'd think you'd go to one that worked. And Bart goes to, um, Bart's in hell. He goes to a, like a winemaking, are they, not, are they a gay couple? No, I don't think they're a gay couple. It's his cousin or something. I think oh, they're related. Oh, cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're two, um, just two scumbags. <laughs> two scumbags who... It's worse than my pedophilia joke about the priest. <laughs> two scumbags who just make wine and it's really... They, they treat Bart like a slave virtually, you know. Just yeah. don't, don't feed him. Don't Well, they feed him yeah. uh, turnip. That's it. Yeah, they feed him a turnip. They make him sleep on the floor. So Bart's in a lot of trouble, but Adil's... The Simpsons family are loving they the fact that... give the donkey his hat. Yes. The Simpsons family love having a, a good kid in the house. Yeah. And he's shade for Bart. But anyway, it turns out that Adil gets caught and gets sent back home, and then Bart stops into the police that they're putting yep. antifreeze in the antifreeze wine. Antifreeze in the wine. So he gets out scot-free. He's yep. considered a hero. He goes yep. home happy. He's learnt French, and everyone's happy in the end. You get the feeling that it's... Um, 
had he just said they're they're treating me poorly and they're not feeding me very well, the policeman wouldn't, you know, eh, whatever. Yeah. But then, oh my god, someone is poisoning the wine. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> antifreeze, it's a capital offense in France. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to do so many offensive French accents throughout this podcast. But you're going to offend all their listeners. Really, I don't. Well, I don't think we have anyone in France. <laughs> Certainly not yet. Anyway, we're never going to um, now. They're not polite enough to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to the beginning. Okay, so the, the opening scene I have here is you know you know it's going to be a Bart related show. From the very beginning, because it's yeah, Homer telling, telling Bart, clean up your mess, blah blah blah. Yeah, and then we get the hilarious scene where Homer falls down the stairs after tripping yeah. on the toy. Yeah, and this is the first time I think we genuinely see a scene where Homer hurts himself. You know how you get like Homer falling down the cliff, yeah, and scenes we have in the future of Homer hurting himself. That if any normal human being, if this was happening to them, they'd probably be dead. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This time he, he actually suffers pain, his back goes out. Um, you know, the other thing that I really liked about this joke is that it's the show's so fast-paced and has been throughout season one, whereas here they just linger on him for... They took the time. I don't know how long it is. Like, I haven't how long is he laying out, there for? How long has Bart gone to his room and not coming out of here? <laughs> yeah, and nothing's true. happened. He's just sitting on yeah. his floor. And he's only 10. He couldn't be up to much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but Homer's just on the ground and it's, it's probably a good 20, 30 seconds or so of, of him of not TV moving. Time. Yeah. Of, um, but you know, th- The dog th- falls asleep on him. Things happen around. Maggie but puts a pacifier in his mouth. Yeah. Um, what and, up, what and that incessant... Um, uh, crusty. crusty doll, just uh, just inches away from his head. And the, the good thing about that is that's trying to, that's used that crusty doll as a way to symbolise how long he's been laying. Yeah, for, the battery the going dead. Yeah, thing is, it's a pull string, so I don't know how it would have kept playing. But anyway, let's not get into that. Yeah. What I liked about was how when Santa's little helper comes up and licks Homer. Yeah. It reminds me of you know when you're laying in bed because we're both dog lovers. Yeah. And you got your arms under the blanket, you're laying happy, and the dog in jumps on the, the bed. The most natural, wholesome yeah. way possible. Yeah. And then the dog jumps on the bed and starts licking your face, and you're like, ah, oh, I can't defend myself. <laughs> it's exactly what that that yeah. reminded me of. Yeah. It's also exactly what I reckon our dogs would do if we. We ask them for help. Like, <laughs> go get help, boy. What? <laughs> go to sleep. Um, so then, obviously, Bart finds the... Um, well, Marge and Lisa come home, find home, and they're angry at him, tell him yep. to clean up his room. Angry at Bart. I mean, yeah. Oh, he's angry yeah. at Bart, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And they, um, Bart finds a cherry bomb, yep. and he goes to school, and he puts it into the toilet. Yeah. Now, this wouldn't really happen, but it's still... It's a funny gag. All the yep. toilets sort of explode, water comes up. But before that scene, we introduced to Agnes Skinner. Now she yeah. is very, um, very sweet in this episode. She is. She's nice. She's she's a generally nice, nice old woman, which I think yeah. makes the she's joke just, better. She's very polite to Spanky. Yeah, Spanky. <laughs> we find out Principal Skinner's um, real nickname. Why haven't you introduced me to any of your students, Spanky? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the visual gag of her feet dangling below the yeah. door and then poof, they disappear. Do you reckon there would have been a, a TV show, much less a cartoon, that would have showed an old woman exploding off a toilet? <laughs> like, to this point? In, what year did you say this, Ed? 1990. I, I, it would have to have been a first, surely. It's one of those sort of visual gags that you can't do live action without a bit of sort of stunt work, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just, she flies off the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> You feel sorry for the old woman, but I feel if that happened in a later season, you wouldn't feel sorry for it because no. she's a bitch in later episodes. Well, maybe that's what turned her. <laughs> yeah, possibly. This, this was the origin story of Agnes. Yes. So that is what leads to Skinner taking Bart back home and propositioning the uh, deportation. Mm. I because think suspension and expulsion aren't enough. Yes. Uh, what I find hilarious about this is he knows it's ridiculous and... 
Homer and Marge know exactly what he's doing, but, but Homer's willing to go along with it anyway. Oh, Homer just wants him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when Bart agrees to it, it's instant uh, relief for Homer, who finally can move again. They yeah. both get up, uh, he and Skin a high five in the lounge room. I love it. Uh, one of them at the end says, Bon voyage, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Homer's quote when when Marge is discussing with Bart. It's funny because she says, Homer, you didn't even ask where Bart would be going. So Marge goes off to talk to Bart about it, and then Homer and Skinner are sitting there talking, and Homer says, he makes me crazy 12 months a year. At least you get the summer off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hilarious. What I found weird about when Marge went to talk to um, Bart, it had no sort of reference to anything in the, in, later in the episode, but he's just sitting there looking at his frog, which, mm. which we don't see very often. Since. No, we don't. And he goes, <sighs> The life of a frog. That's the life for me. What's the life of a frog? Um... Yeah, Sitting in a jet, like, what? what? Eating flies. It, it served no purpose. That comment. I, I don't. I don't get it. Did I miss something? I don't know. I um. The life uh, of a frog. That's the, the life the, for me. What? Well, have you ever spoken to a frog? No, but do you think that I want that? Would you want the life of a frog? What is the life of a frog? His frog was just sitting in a jar. I imagine that a frog would be able to have sex with very limited foreplay. That's something. How does a frog have sex? <laughs> he's just he takes charge that's, that's how a frog has sex <laughs> so they decide that Bart's going to be sent to France and the Albanian boy as we said the reason they'd chosen Albanian boy is because Albania got no love on TV before that point and they thought yep. let's give him some love also a reason they chose Albania was as a tribute to one John of the greatest of all time Belushi John Belushi what a champion because he's got Albanian ancestors or something yeah is he I don't know, part Albanian. Yeah, anyway. There's Albanian in him. And he, um, he died long before his time, Belushi. But he lived a pretty full yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Jim doing well, though, in his absence? Oh, is he really? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you know that time? Uh, have you seen... According to Jim, he's not. No. Have you seen... um? Uh, what's the movie with Will Ferrell the mu- and uh, Dewey Cox? Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. I have not seen that one. Okay. There, there's a running... Not a huge Will Ferrell fan. You okay. know this. There's yeah. a running gag through that about um he killed his twin when he was younger and in the movie and there's a running gag through there about the wrong kid died and okay. the Belushi's are the absolute finest example of that if you're listening Jim just <laughs> fuck off wasn't Carrie <laughs> sorry didn't Carrie Fisher play a part in that or she was there when it happened it, um, she didn't play a part she was just I there I was going to say are you thinking of the Blues Brothers have <laughs> you just mixed no, up no. real life with the film no no apparently wasn't she like she there? fired a rocket launcher full of an eight ball <laughs> of heroin at him and then obviously they're going to say there was but- drugs in the 80s Carrie Fisher probably was there yeah yeah <laughs> she, she, she could smell drugs. that shit from miles away yeah yeah she looks good though for the new Star Wars I'm so looking forward to that movie yeah. so we're at the airport this is the scene where you see everything that Bart's done to Homer he still has genuine love for him he's like, yeah. he's, he's like I'm going to miss you boy I guess what I'm saying is, don't mess up France the way you messed up your room. That's a sweet little way. Homer and Bart still have that love for each other. Yeah. Which is is on show throughout this entire season. There's never a moment where it doesn't come back to love or some form of respect. It's, you know, Bart at the end of the day is a 10-year-old kid. He's not going to be perfectly behaved, but he still loves his parents. I think the first season is a very... Homer Bart relationship based season. Yeah, a massively. lot of a lot of, it falls, a lot of it's Bart going to Homer for advice. Yeah, you know? and also then we see uh, a deal leaving his family to go to yep. uh, America. Now the the writers want a genuine Albanian and French spoken this episode, so everything you hear is is fluent, real. Yep. It's fluent French, which I that's just little details like that. I suppose it's a big detail, really. But they could have been speaking anything, I wouldn't have known. But I like yeah. that they made the effort just in case I went to check up whether it's actual French and actual yeah. Albanian. That's good because I very nearly did. 
Really? Yeah. I, I didn't, but I was sitting there going... Oh, I thought you meant you could speak it. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, no. but I, I was sitting there. I was going to try and translate some of the signs that were in the background, but um, given that it is an older episode, whenever I freeze-framed, they were a little bit too blurry to make out what they were. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's kind of... It, it is a really nice detail that they have that they have gone to. And then we get to... Um, Bart gets to France, and he gets picked up by the um, one of the, the skinnier of the scumbags. I don't mm. remember what their names are. Do you remember what their names uh, are? One of them was Caesar. Caesar, yeah. Um, I, don't I know, know, I know the donkey's one. Maurice. Yeah. Maurice. <laughs> no more back-breaking labor for you. Once the boy arrives. <laughs> um, you discussed, you wanted to mention the things that Bart drives past. Oh, uh, yeah. There's, um, as he's on his way out to the farm, they drive past all the very famous, um, I don't know, they're not contemporary, whatever paintings they were. I have but, no idea what they are. Yeah, there's I'm, a Monet. Yeah. I know that one of them was a Monet. But a yeah, woman. Um, Ooh, la, la. Ooh, la, la. But yeah, that's a, that was a really... It was a really highbrow joke, actually. That's one that, again, as a kid, that would have made any sense whatsoever. Uh, it's only as an adult and not even... I don't know. It, you know what? I don't know how I know anything about art because I've never gone out of my way to do it, but I, I was able to recognise a couple of those. Yeah. Not by name, but just go, oh, I've seen them. When you were a 10-year-old, if you saw a pair of boobs, was it a big deal to you? Because it's a big deal to Bart, obviously. It was a big deal was, to Bart. Um, I think when I was 10 years old, if I saw a pair of boobs... I think I knew that I wasn't supposed to, like, that you're sort of not supposed to see it, but I don't know whether it meant anything. I don't remember ever registering a pair of boobs at, at that age. Tell a lie, though, because I remember going to the video store and, like, when you walk past. Saw plenty of dick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> when, when I go to the video store, I knew I wasn't supposed to be in the adult section, and it, I think it was just that. Not so much that I wanted to see naked women. It was just the intrigue of knowing I'm not supposed to be there. Yeah, I understand that. I have fond memories of going to the video store when I was a kid. I loved I, I miss video, video stores. Yeah, yeah, that was... Um, I used to spend hours there just looking at colours. Yeah, I uh, I was very good as a child at knowing what action films would show me breasts. But, I think you've uh, not, mentioned... Not child, child, but I think you've 14, mentioned 15. This. I possibly have. Or maybe you wrote something about yeah, it. Yeah, one of the two. I did write a thing about it. Yeah, you wrote, you wrote about it. Nostalgic. Yeah, yes, yeah. Nostalgic. For Toronto, this TV. Story, yeah. So tell us about it. Um, well, yeah, it was just that thing that as a 14 to 15 year old, you'd go in there and you'd spend three hours just wandering and looking at titles and then eventually you'd walk out with five weeklies for five bucks or something yeah, like yeah. that. And that was, you know, that, that got me through school. It got me through everything. I've probably learned more from film than I have from anything else just I, by watching it. I remember when... We used to go shopping. Mum would drop me off at the video store and then I would just hang out at the video store for two hours while she did the shopping. Yeah, cool. Just looking at the cover of Basic Instinct <laughs> over and over and over again. I remember I was terrified of the Evil Dead cover. It was yeah, just that skull. big skull. Yeah. Just the eye just constantly looking at you. Yeah. Anyway, we're, 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 I'm lost. Where were we up to? Yeah, so, Bart's just arrived at the farm. Okay. And, and this is where you start to feel really sympathetic for Bart because... He's in a bad situation. Oh, he gets He's a 10-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> He's just being put with two slaves. Absolutely who abused, yeah. Dead. And I think even at my age now, like I'm, what, 20, just nearly 27. Yeah. I would be terrified if I was in that situation. Oh, definitely. You don't speak the language. You, no. You've got nowhere to turn to. Especially be- back then, there was no mobile phones you can pull out to call somebody. See, that, that's the big difference between this episode if it was made now is... Yeah. The communication things, like the way a deal communicates back to home with the, with the plans. Facts. And, and just... The way Marge writes a letter, which we'll discuss in a few moments, to yep. Bart, just stuff like that. These days, if Bart was in the situation he was in, he would just go on Facebook and say, "Guys, help me." Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and if you're right, you know. Yeah. But uh, obviously, back then, hashtag fuck France. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, back then, Bart was just—he was in a real sticky situation. Yeah. I, I'm, I've felt real sorry for Bart, but a deal—he was just getting nothing but love from the Simpson family and Homer and 
Marge want, didn't want to like Adil as much as um Adil. That's his name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It just sounds weird. Adil just it just doesn't seem right. Yeah, well, A D I L. It's um in print. It kind of looks like a headache tablet. Adil. Mm. Anyway, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Or was it Advil? It's like Advil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the exact logo yeah. I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize. Um, but Homer's loving having the new son around, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And not for the well, sorry, not for the last time that um you know it, there were a lot of parallels to Peppy. Peppy when he finally comes down. <laughs> With Papa Homer. Oh, thank you, Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they have the um, the picture of a deal on the bedroom wall. I was obviously yeah. a picture of a deal up there. Yeah. It's hilarious. Okay, so they're at the um, the dinner table and Adil's um, offered to clean up the table and blah, blah, blah. And Homer's like saying that he's great having a, a good son around the house and obviously Bart was the missing link in this family. Yeah. But I find it funny how Lisa sort of meets her arch... Before she meets Alison, uh, Adil was sort of like the arch rival when it comes to knowledge. She was like challenging her beliefs yeah. on things and Lisa didn't like it. Lisa doesn't like getting challenged. No, she doesn't. Because she, she doesn't, used, she, she's she doesn't, so doesn't used like to not being, being the smartest person yeah, in the room. Yeah, she's used to being the smartest. Yeah, that's, the, that's the, one of the bad things I don't like about Lisa is that she hates being not the best at something. She can't handle it at all. She really struggles yeah, not being the smartest. I guess that speaks to just how it just throws her out of her comfort zone though because she so often is. Yeah. It's probably being used by the writers less as a way to be annoying and more to show that, to show how smart she actually is yeah. by, by how much it upsets her when she's not. When Homer says, You know, Marge, this is the way I've always wanted it to be. We've become a fully functioning family unit. We've always blamed ourselves. But I guess it's pretty clear which cylinder wasn't firing. Lisa's hmm. response is just cliche Lisa. It's, it's a great response. It's, Your paper-thin commitment to your children sends shivers down my spine. May I be excused? <laughs> that's the kind of stuff from an eight-year-old is just hilarious. Yeah, that's, uh, that sort of stuff shouldn't come out of a 30-year-old's mouth. <laughs> like, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's very funny. Do you feel like that's over-the-top writing? Uh, deliberately over-the-top writing, yes. I yeah. think it's over-the-top used well. I feel like in this season, Lisa, she's really starting to take shape in regards to what we're just saying. She's the smartest one in the family. Mm. They're really, the writers are really starting to point out that she is the one that has the brains in this family. She yeah. is smarter than her parents, especially yeah. Homer. This they, was an episode that really highlighted the relationship that Homer and Lisa have. It's a love-hate relationship, isn't it? Yeah, very much on Lisa's point of view anyway. Yeah, I don't she, know that there's any hate coming from Homer. No, there's not. I, I think it's... Not that he doesn't like about Lisa, but what he hates about the relationship is that he doesn't like anything that she likes and he can't find anything to get along with. He can't find anything to... um. What's the word I'm trying to find? Just find? to relate to, with her. Yeah, about, to relate yeah. with and bond over, you know. Yeah. Whatever, whatever he likes, she doesn't like and he doesn't He doesn't get why. Yeah. Know? Okay, so this is where um also at that night, um, Adil says to Homer, can you take me to the power plant? And this is where you start to realize, okay, so this kid isn't what you thought he was going to be. He is actually an evil super Showing villain. far too much interest in Homer's just oblivious to it all. I really like the way he's... Uh, Even at the end, when he when he's realized he's been discovered as a terrorist, he's like, I'll send you those plans that you wanted. Yeah, I'll send like, you those blueprints you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> he still doesn't get it. But I think it's just because he just genuinely loved having a, a son who treated him with respect. And took interest in him, yeah. Yeah, because even Lisa doesn't take interest in Homer until like that no. episode where... Um, but on the road where she, it's a school holidays or whatever, and it's go to work with your parents' day or something, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And Bart stays with Marge because she's a housewife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, that's a really good, that's what, six seasons away? So yeah, that's a long time away. But we, we've forgotten to mention the, um, what we mentioned at the start that when a deal gets introduced to the school, it's just a really good comparison to how Adil gets welcomed with open arms into the school and, and Skinner has that funny quote that we mentioned at the yep. start of the episode. When Bart arrives, he sees, he looks on the wine bottle and it looks like this mansion but then when you put the bottle down, it's just this dump. Yeah, just derelict piece of crap. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's just it looks and, like it's a bombed out building. Like and, it's a remnant from Nazi 
occupation. It, like, it's, it's, it just, just looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. You think, where are they making this wine? Where they, where they get the money for all this wine stuff when they're living in a shack like this? Yeah. But I, I really feel bad for Bart because he gets treated like absolute shit in this episode. Yeah, he does. One uh, of the uh, things is I never... He doesn't even change his clothes. No. For yeah, the, they, the they, entire they fall apart. They, they, steal, they, they stole his clothes and sold them. They give his lucky hat to Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his lucky hat making another appearance. Did he get it back? He must have got it back because it's in the later episodes. Yeah, well, he must have. Uh, I love the when he's picked all of the grapes and then he decides to have one, one. and slap him back. You ungrateful swine! <laughs> <laughs> he only had one grape. So we give you food, we give you shelter. And this is how you want to pay us? <laughs> and then he goes, you got to sleep. And then he's like, come on. And the donkey, the Maurice sits on the hay. Yeah. He's like, come yeah. on, man, move. He's like, you sleep on the floor. The floor is best for you. <laughs> you just, I, I, I would be a, Broken man, if that happened to me. Yeah, I don't know what what's I would the do. line about um, they when they sample, they use Bart to try the antifreeze. Um, I bet it won't even blind him. Yeah, I bet it won't even blind him. I one of the touching scenes, one of probably the most touching scene in this whole episode is when Bart's reading the letter for Marge. Yeah, and well, remember when you used to have to write letters to contact? R- remember writing? Well, um, I'm I never write. You know, I was aware of the concept. I think I had. Um, I remember my uh, primary school. They decided that they would start us up on a pen pal program. I did it as well. Yeah, never met yeah. a pen pal. No, um, well, I never got through more than one letter because I was I was a smart kid, as I mentioned, but I was a lazy kid as well, and I would think of a letter and go, "Yeah, that'd be kind of fun." Uh, but the Nintendo's over there, yeah. <laughs> and, and that would be the end of it. So, you so know, they reply to your letter, and you never. Thank God we back. have podcasts now. Effectively, I can have pen pals, and I don't need to put pen to paper. How great is it just having people all around the world just listen to this? Yeah, I know. Do, awesome. do you reckon Cormac's listening to this on the bus in Dublin right now? Yeah, um, possibly. Yeah, Cormac, as has been established, uh, listens to us on bus trips for the mm-hmm. most part. He also um, divulged that it's not just bus trips. Uh, the podcast is also good for cycling. Uh, oh really? And I believe walks to and from the shop. Did he say that? Yeah, I don't remember reading yeah, that. Yeah, no, that was in there. That was um, that was when he told me that it was slightly offensive that I called him Patty. <laughs> <laughs> when I read that, I'm like, oh, I've lost another one. <laughs> <laughs> got to stop upsetting people. But he, but he, he seems like he's got a genuine love for the show, which is great. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, and a love for the show is a love for us, which is you know, it, it gives me the warm and fuzzies. Yeah, I feel like this podcast has helped us meet people around the world. It's boosted my ego, like you wouldn't believe. Really? Yeah, I'm just walking around with the swagger through. <laughs> Day, <laughs> yeah. People look. People double look at you. You're like, that's right. Yeah. Four finger discount, yeah. bitch. <laughs> Mate, I'm just walking straight past the velvet ropes at nightclubs. Go, don't you know who I am? <laughs> I feel like I could walk to like the Simpsons part of like Universal Studios and be like, yeah, that's right. That's me. Yeah, I'm yeah. Dando. Yeah, I'm, like I'm walking. Hi, I'm Mitch Grinder. You might know me from such podcasts as <laughs> Four Finger Discount. <laughs> We should have our like, own little like star on the ground at Universal Studios in the Simpsons area. Yeah, you would nothing less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure that's already been commissioned. We should be like slotted into the um the 3D ride, the Krusty Land. Oh, one. that'd be frightening. <laughs> Just our faces, 3D us. Oh, out how about my face at the moment? I need to shave. Be time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I went to the, I went to the shop this morning, right, to buy a shaver, right, and shaving mm-hmm. cream because I'm, I'm run out, right. Okay. Yeah. Get home, realize. Does Nicola use yours? My shavers. Yeah, that's, I also, why, that's why I've run out. I also haven't shaved because, yeah, I, I went to pick it up and I may as well have had a butter knife. It was, it was no sharp edge whatsoever. I know. I went to my face and I was like, this hurts. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think they understand no. how much it just pulls when <laughs> they do it to you. <laughs> I know. And I'm in the shower this morning. I was going to have a shave in the shower and I went, okay, this hurts. And there's like three shavers in the shower and I'm thinking, Nicola, Stop wasting my goddamn shavers. Yeah. So I went to, anyway, I went to the supermarket to buy shavers and shaving cream, get home. I brought home 
bread, lollies, chocolate, Pepsi Max, <laughs> no shaving cream. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> no shaves. I don't know. What, I must have just got to the supermarket and gone, what do I feel like now? <laughs> Forget what I felt like then. Yeah. That's in the past. Why am I here? Not important. Live in the Show moment, Dando. <laughs> yeah. Where were we up to in the episode? Um, so, uh, to, uh, the, the, letter. the letter. The letter, yes. Yeah, so I think it's really touching. Just That, that scene really humanized Bart because you, mm. it's a mother's love to... And it's, it's the fact that Marge... It's very Camp Krusty. It's very. It's Marge not being aware of just how much of a shit situation Bart's yeah. in. And there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah, exactly. Because even he if can't he tell her, he can't... Yeah, he's, they're not going to send a letter away for him. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm surprised they even gave him the letter that he got, to yeah. be honest. It's almost <laughs> a form of torture that they have. Like, again, yeah, the fact that everything's going so well. I love her line. Lisa got an A in math, which I'm only mentioning as news. I'm not putting you down. That's what my mum would be like to my sister. I was the Lisa in the family. My sister was the Bart. Yeah, okay. Where my sister wasn't so much mischievous, but she, when it comes to school grades, underachiever. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. Sorry, Stacey. Yeah, I've never met you, Stacey. So I'm, you know, deal with it. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, but that—that that was the first time. You can't that all I, be geniuses. That was the first time I noticed that um, that Bart hadn't changed his clothes. I'm thinking he's been there for like three months. Yeah. Do you think he showered? Uh, no, well, he would have washed off some of the grape juice from his feet from time to time. That yeah. counts. Um, so I'm sure we... it rained on him. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters. So Get well, back in the field, boy. Yes. It, where he has to pick a, a million grapes. I love how um, patronizing they are, too. He's like, you've got to get to this finger and this finger with the grape and you twist and you drop in the bucket. Yeah. It's like, no, you try. Pulls it off. Very good. I do it a million times. A million times. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Springfield, uh, Adil is getting all these photos at the power plant. I just love, like you said, how oblivious Homer is to what's yeah. going on. Yeah. But I, I love and also just... how little Homer knows about his own job. Like, yeah, Adil like... asks him for the part. He's like, uh, let me check. Yeah. Hey, Lenny, do we have one of those? <laughs> yeah, it's up on Sector 12. Sector 12. Upstairs by the vending machines. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's at the 12. Yes, okay. This is a slight detail. You might not have even picked up on this, but mm-hmm. it was just me, the production nerd, coming out and me just... As just before Adil is about to take the photo, hmm. you can only see his eyes, but they make they give him the evil eyes, like yes, like the real uh, yeah. slight sniveling. I'm I'm breaking the rules yeah. here, kind of eyes. Just yeah. Little details like that. Yeah. I, I love that. You know, no, actually, what that actually just reminded me of. He's got a touch of the um, Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory about him. Yeah, this little genius boy child. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That yeah has this evil streak and world domination and that sort of stuff. But he's but to he's got like two lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I just I feel like Adil. He's just a kid that's been brought up in the wrong area. Like, he, he is a nice kid who was forced to do bad things. Yeah. Do you think he wants to be a spy? Well, he says at the end... Well, he seems he enjoys it. Well, he yeah, seems he's getting too old for this. Yeah. I feel I'm getting too old for this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do find that the only part that really makes this outdated besides the letter, which I guess still could happen today, is the way he communicates back to Albania with yeah. the, the fax machine kind of thing. Yeah. Now he just, you know, send him a message over Facebook or something. Yeah, he would. Although... I don't know, Albania. Do, do, do you Maybe d- they do still roll with yeah. facts back there. <laughs> do you reckon you just take selfies in front of the machines, just put them on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, Bart realises that the guys in France are putting antifreeze in the, um, in the in wine. In the wine. And this yep. is a hilarious scene. They generally put Bart in a situation where he could die. They could have killed him. They, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and they're aware that they yeah, could have killed him. Even Bart's aware. He's like, but there's antifreeze. Not like, just drink it. And yeah. So Bart's like, okay, I could potentially die. So he just drinks it anyway. Yeah. Obviously, he's fine. Yeah. But Bart could have died just then. Yeah. Doesn't get drunk, interestingly. I find it funny though. It knocks when, back a very big glass of yeah, wine. Yeah, yeah. Well, or maybe it hit him later on. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, so the French says, Do not worry. This is France. It is customary for children to take a little wine now and then. 
Just jokes like that throughout the whole episode that when I was a kid watching this episode, didn't find it funny. Yeah, that's not very didn't, funny. Didn't get it. Kid, yeah. Like, it's just a guy saying that kids should drink wine. Okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It must be how it is over there. Yeah. But I now realise that... <laughs> as seven- you cracked open a beer as an yeah. 11-year-old. <laughs> BB, mate. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's always been your beer of choice? Um... I like any six pack that I can get from that, like the retail value is twenty dollars, and I can get it for fifteen. What do you <laughs> Does mean? that make sense? What, so, like, there's always a bunch of. I, I like to try different things. So there'll oh, okay. always be a bunch of. Um, um, uh, what's the word? Um, boutique, boutique type beers. Yeah, there's um, one called like chips or something. Minimum chips. Minimum chips. Minimum yeah. chips goes all right. Um, but yeah, it's so like something that it, that would normally it'll be like twenty dollars on special. Yeah, you, that's you, me. You seem like a, a little creatures s- kind of kind of guy. Uh, like, yeah, I don't mind little creatures. Like this, um, what's, it's not the specialty drinks. What's it called? The is it not boutique? Boutique. Yeah, yeah. You, you said boutique. I already yeah, said boutique. Uh, yeah, I couldn't it's think dreaming. of the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. couldn't think of the word from yeah. 15 seconds ago. <laughs> it's, it's, um, yeah, no, I, I. But you know, you look Carlton Draft, Carlton Dry, Twizy Extra Dry. You know, I had Fosters once in LA. The only time I've ever seen I've, Fosters for sale was in America. You know what's funny? When I went to England with um to meet Nicholas' family and stuff, we went to a friend's place and yeah. a friend goes, just to make you feel at home, mate, here's a six-pack of Fosters. And I looked at him and I went, awesome, thanks, man. Never drunk one in my life, but yeah. I feel at home now. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Thanks, <laughs> but mate. They genuinely think that we yeah. drink it. But because over there... We've got a kangaroo out the back for you as well. Yeah, because over there, they've still got commercials where it's positioned and it's portrayed as the Australian beer that yeah. all Australians drink. Yeah. We can't even get it here, can we? It's hard. I think Dan Murphy's might have it, but yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty hard to come across. You've got to look for it, but apparently back in the day, my mum says it was just everywhere. Like, it was the beer back in the day. Yeah. But it's just, it's moved on. It was all you could have. Now it's, it's coffees everywhere in Melbourne. Remember when uh, VB was the thing? What happened to VB? Well, VB's still there for Bogans. It's there for the cricket season, but you never see yeah. it advertised anywhere else. No, well, you don't see much alcohol advertised these days. No, nothing since the great, too- this ad is big. <laughs> Such a big ad. Was that Carlton Draft? Carlton Draft, yeah. Yeah, that was probably the best beer. Oh, you can't go past that. A big cold beer. No, was it a hard big cold thirst needs a big, big cold, cold beer. beer, and the best cold beer is Vic. I should play this. This version. is the first time I've done an, a proper Australian accent on this podcast. Do your if someone said do an Aussie accent. The cliche stereotypical cliche stereotypical Aussie accent. Um, uh, one of my favourite go to is the one from The Simpsons. Actually, that I'll just have a coffee. Beer it is. Yeah. <laughs> right, everyone in England when I went over there seems to think that we're, we sound like this. How's it going, mate? They, whenever they do an Aussie yeah. accent, it's how's it going, mate? How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. But Ever since one word for for uh, our American listeners wouldn't know what the hell we just said. Then that was how's it going? Yeah. How's um, it going? To speak Australian, yeah. This is how to be Australian. You got to run everything together. So yeah. all of your words are one. It's easier that way. Yeah, um, you got to kind of come from the back of your throat a little bit with that. Yeah, like, got to get up there a bit. Stop breathing through your nose. That's how you got to do it. Yeah, um, uh, but, and uh, then of course Steve Irwin's probably taken over of late as being crikey. Yeah, he, he put it on though. Like he, yeah, definitely. He, 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 it was, that was very much him, but he still he it was him turned up a bit. You know. Yeah. But yeah. in England, when they say hello, it's not hi, how are you going? Like we mm. say, because they had no idea what I was saying. Hello, how that. are you? No, they say hi, you're right. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Hi, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. You're right. Hi, yeah, I'm right. Because <laughs> whenever you listen, I always take out of Nicola when she's Skyping her friends. She goes, hi, you're right. Yeah, I'm right. You're right. Yeah, I'm right. All right. <laughs> it's just, it's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> hi, you're hurts, right. hurts my head. It's just, it's hilarious. Any Eng- Eng- English person will probably just offend it, but trust me, that's how they talk. You know the worst thing that can happen, though, and uh, in Australia, when, like when someone says, hi, how's it going? How's it going? Uh, it, and, this is and, and the reply, and you say back, not much. <laughs> shit. shit, that's not what he asked. Or, or when someone says, "How's it going, mate?" Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, good. How's, how are you? Yeah, happens <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah, you're like, oh, I just asked you that like two yeah. seconds ago. <laughs> it's 
like forgetting the word for boutique. I, I said to a guy at work yesterday, I'm like, you got the time? He goes, yeah, good, thanks, mate. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes, because I work in the factory, sometimes you can't hear. Yeah. So you just got to try and assume what they're saying. You have to guess, yeah. And uh, there's, there's a lot of guys that um, who aren't Australian, which yep. we could say, and they don't speak great English. Okay. And you can't really understand what they're saying. Yep. You just wait for them to stop and smile, and you're like, yeah. But you, you could be like agreeing to anything. You have yeah. no, but as long as they're smiling back, you're just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah think- that's fine. And then the next Sunday, they're rocking up at your house <laughs> uh, <laughs> with a big pot ready to cook. Yes. Uh, so um, we get to Bart. He discovers that they're putting antifreeze in, yep. and they send him to go get the antifreeze yes. to put in the wine because he didn't go blind. Yeah. Um, he tries to talk to the, the French police officer who yes. offers him gum. Now, I think it's hilarious that Bart... Didn't want gum. He's like, I don't want any gum, officer. Just take candy, it anyway. I think it was. Oh, candy. Yeah. yeah. What did he, What did I say? Gum. Gum, anyway. Yeah. Don't want any candy. Takes it and eats it anyway. Yeah. As, as, <laughs> as any kid would do. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving along. I've eaten it. Yeah. Pretty it's much amazing bone. how easy it is to put something in a 10-year-old's mouth. Exactly right. And he pretty much thinks he's bone because he can't speak French. And all of a sudden, it just clicks, which I thought was a bit stupid. Because no, I, no, it's fun. It, 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 it's fun, but it's, it would never happen. But it's just... It's, I, I wouldn't call it lazy writing, but it's just it, what needed to happen for the episode to keep flowing. Oh, I, yeah, look, no, no, I wouldn't call it at all lazy writing. It's the moment, it's a breakthrough moment for Bart where he's so down on himself and it's what brings him back up. Like, Yeah, true. It's that he, he can be smart, He doesn't, but he doesn't even know that he can be smart. That, That's the thing. Everyone, he's so used to being put down and told that he's stupid that he doesn't yeah. know he can actually succeed in anything. Yeah, that, that's why I like it. It's an, it's not in any way lazy writing. It's just he didn't he didn't even realize the fact that he could do it. And, yeah. and it wasn't until sometimes it it's one of those like you can do great things when when the crisis it comes to you. Like you know that moment in Unbreakable. Have you seen the movie Unbreakable with Bruce Willis? Yes. And, and now, admittedly, Bruce Willis is a superhero in that film, but it's a superhero movie though, to an extent. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he's um he's in that car crash and he manages to rip the door off the car. Like he didn't I've know a- he could do that before then, yeah. but then it comes up and just bang, door gone. I've seen a guy do that in real life. I've heard of that happening. All you hear stories of people like lifting fallen trees off themselves to save something, like probably themselves. themselves. <laughs> <laughs> to save the squirrel. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's that moment. It's that moment of like backs up against the wall. He's got nothing else he can do, and then he pulls that out. Yeah. But what happened was, I had my mate was in an accident with his fiance at the time. I think she was their fiance by that point, and they're married now, obviously. Okay. And I thought um, it had gone bad. Yeah. The way you <laughs> fiance at the time. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, they were um, in a car accident, and she was stuck in the car. Okay. And the ambulance was on the way, and she's screaming to yeah. wants to get out. He pulled the door off himself. Wow. Yeah. He has no idea how he did. Sacre bleu. Yeah, <laughs> he's not a big. Blo- he's not big or anything. He's not muscly or that. Like yeah. he just. It was just one of those things where it was just. He felt that she the was going to die. Kicks in. He said at that moment, I thought if I didn't get her out, she was going to die. She wouldn't have. Yep. It was just that mindset, and he just pulled the door off. Yeah, it's just that crazy. was similar to what happened when I came home and I heard your voice come from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> door was off its hinges in a matter of seconds. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to Ash listen to this. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to go to your house. And next time you- <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the perfect cover. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's just listening to another podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, obviously, he eventually realizes that he can speak French and tells the police officer what's going on. And as he said, the police officer doesn't care that he's being mistreated. It's yeah. just, I, <laughs> what I thought would have been typical Simpsons is he would have gone, they even gave your hat to the donkey? That's what I yeah. thought was going to happen. But yeah. they said, oh, anti-face in the wine. Yeah. And um, so they get captured. I think it's a bit over the top that he gets considered like a, a national hero. Gets in the yeah, front page that, that's very cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but that you know it's funny, whatever. Yeah. And a deal gets caught. I love how um the SWAT team rock up to the Simpsons house or the Flanders house. Flanders' house. And um Homer's like, "What's going on?" He goes, "We can't tell you anything." He's like, "Oh," and he's like, "Okay, I'll tell you something." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> We've been on the trail of a spy transmitting highly confidential information to an unfriendly nation. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Through the use of radio triangulation, we tracked him to exactly this point. Wow. That's all I can tell you. Oh. All right. Well, the name of his country starts with the letter A. Mm. It's just another piss take of the US yep. police force. And then Homer unwittingly unfoiling a deal by wanting to include it. <laughs> oh, Dill would love this. Oh, there he is. Come here, Dill. <laughs> And it's like still he doesn't realise what's going on. Yeah. What's a deal's name? Sparrow. Yeah, Sparrow. <laughs> I told you the Sparrow would not fail. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, they get he gets deport he gets exchanged for an, a US spy like yeah. a kid. That's where they Another say kid. The, yeah. Well, do, do you ever see that kid again? Uh I don't think so. I think it's just a one off. It's just a funny gag that yeah, we've we've brought him back for one of our own and it's yeah. just another child. One one thing I thought we should have brought up was the fact that a deal he could have would have would have he have made our top ten one time only characters? Nah. No? Yeah. Not good enough? Okay, no. run that up. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he's quite good. Quite a good character, though. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Not saying, top 10, not though, Daddy. Shut up. But I'm not <laughs> <laughs> would you put him above Pinchy? Because I want a Pinchy. In <laughs> no, I would have put Pinchy above Adil. Okay, yeah, so would I. Pinchy's yeah. a great character. He so should have made the top 10. Yeah, so, and that's the end of the episode. Bart comes home and he's brought gifts and what, yeah. he, his first unselfish act or something. Yeah, says. yeah. Um, I love his summer years. So, basically, I met one nice French guy. <laughs> my favourite quote of the whole episode. <laughs> so, basically, I met one nice French guy. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the end of the episode. And then uh, calls Homer, uh, what did he call a him buffoon. a buffoon yeah. in, in French? Like, and then, yeah, Homer just says, hey, look at that, my boy speaks French. Yeah. As opposed to a baboon, as yeah. it calls him in There's a really pretentious film reference in that moment as well. He gives um, Maggie a gift which references a movie. Um, I don't remember the name of the French movie, but I know it translates to the Red Balloon. Okay. Maybe it's 99. 99. 99 Also, Adil's last name is also the same last name as the president at the time of Albania. Oh. They, could, they couldn't think of an Albanian name, so they gave him the same they last name. They couldn't think of an Albanian name. Yes, they gave him the, the same last name as the Albanian president. Yeah. Well, that's fair. I couldn't think of an <laughs> Albanian name sense. off the top of my head. Yeah. I couldn't point Albania out on a map. <laughs> where is Albania? I don't know. It makes me sound so stupid. Yeah, I know. I, I honestly genuinely have no idea where it it's is. It's obviously European. I mean, it would be somewhere near... Would it be somewhere near Georgia, maybe? If, th this is a cue. If you are listening to us from Albania, send us a message and tell us where you're from. Mitch is yeah. going to look it up now anyway. I am going to look it up. Do you want to get into some shout-outs or do you want to do the trivia first? You do, uh, no, no, you do your trivia while well, okay. I'm trying to find out where Albania is. Okay, my trivia is, what address does Bart need to get the antifreeze? Oh. What, what address does he need to go to? Oh. It gets messed up in the rain on the note. Yeah. Um, no, 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 I have absolutely... Four, 14 Voltaire Street. Voltaire Street, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Uh, what was your, what's, have you got a trivia question for me? Do you yeah. Have anything? Where is Albania? <laughs> In about two minutes, I'll be able to tell you. Uh, okay, so Albania is just to the left of Greece. It borders Greece, Macedonia, Kosovo, and Montenegro. Hopefully they're um, in better shape than Greece at the moment. Hard up against the Adriatic Sea. Uh, so there you go. There's Albania. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's actually quite a big landmass compared to, like, um, you know, it's probably double the size of Kosovo. It's bigger than Macedonia. So is that what you learned from this episode? No, what, what did you learn from this episode? Um, well, I learned that antifreeze can can greatly reduce the um, bottling time of, of red wine. Yeah. Um, Should we explain what antifreeze is for those listeners that don't actually know? I don't actually know. It pretty much just makes things... <laughs> doesn't it make things last longer in the cold weather or something? Uh, yeah, possibly. It, gets, it basically gets used in cars. It gets used in cars, cars. yeah. So that's why, Which is why I've never known about it. I'm not a car guy. Yeah, neither am I. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, everyone that likes cars out there. Yeah. My um, my thing that I learned is Bart handles long flights very, very well. Okay. Because yeah. he got off the plane and he was just like, let's do this. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, no, just... no jet lag in no. a 10-year-old. <laughs> None at all. Um, so, shout-out time. Now, we had a shout-out that we should have mentioned last week, really, but we forgot. 
Um, she's the chick that posted the "Where's my burrito" on the yes. um, on the post um, on the page. Her name is her first name is Manic, which is a great name, Manic. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her last name. It's L I L A N T H I Lalanthi 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 Lalanthi. Anyway, she um she says that she loves the show. So thanks for listening, Manic. We think you've got an awesome name. We really appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. Um, also, Joe Doran, who's a guy that's traveling across Central America, and he had a bit yeah. of a banter with this guy. He seemed like a really funny guy. He was a very funny guy. Um, it's probably it's up there. Yeah, no, look, I don't want to play favorites. I love all of our listeners equally, but Joe's a little bit ahead of everyone he, else at the moment. For he, his, he um, seemed with it, didn't he? Like, yeah. He's very witty. Yeah, real, really sharp. Um, we uh, he threw in the, um, do, you know, do we know Mad Max was one of his P.S. Do you know Mad Max? Yeah. All um, these, like, I've run out of P.S.'s for the future ones. He's yeah. Like, P.S. P.S. Yeah. P.S. P.S. Uh, he hails from Bristol, the same town as Banksy. Oh, so is he from England? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just he... happens to be traveling through Central oh, America. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. He might bump into Peppy while he's running around there. Is Peppy <laughs> from Central America? I have no idea where he's from. South America at the very least. Be close. Yeah. yeah. Well, where, where was your favorite place to go to in America? Out of all the places? Uh, well, I've, I've only really been to three, so I, I don't know if I could rank it so far, but I've been to New York, Vegas, and um, LA. Oh, did you, only go to, like, you didn't go to Florida and stuff like that as well? No, I didn't have time. Okay, fair enough. Um New York's probably at the top of the list so far. Yeah. Is it just is it everything everyone says it is? It's anything that you want it to be. It's um it, like if you want to go and just look at architecture, you look at architecture. If you just want to go and eat your way through Manhattan, you can eat your way through Manhattan. There was sports everywhere, there was theater everywhere, there's music everywhere. No matter what you want, you can get that like, you know, there's there's less crime now. It's probably a good thing, but if you want crime, it's it's less a place for you um, these days. But yeah, no, it's just it was it was a really really cool city. I, I could go back there in a second. I can't wait. I've got one of my friends over there who's um he's there for like two weeks, mm. and every day he's just posting up all these different pictures of food, and the food yeah. just looks so good. Yeah, no, it's all oh man, it's good, and it doesn't have to be fattening. That's what I found. I didn't actually put on any weight in the time that I was there. I ate a shitload. You know, they have potatoes for breakfast. Have I? No, Nic- this is what everywhere... Every Nic- Nicola does all the time. Every New York diner. Like, this is one thing that was very foreign as an Australian. But yeah, like they do... Um, it's called hash. It's basically kind of like a... I imagine they boil a potato first and then they just pop it into a, a frying pan. Not deep fried, but like just you know, crisp yeah. up the edges a little bit. Um, it's, it's actually kind of tasty. I've made it since getting back home as well. Like, it, it's, it really gives you a nice, full, fulfilling start to the day. Potato does that, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and we have to say thank you to uh, Mr. Viducci over in New York who uh, who complimented my New York accent. Yeah. This is the first accent that I've done that someone from that that town has gone, yeah, well done. Thank you. Yeah, it wasn't offensive. Um, I think it's because you weren't doing it as a piss take. You were genuinely trying to be New I, York cop. I, yeah, I was genuinely trying to be New York cop. Um, <laughs> uh, and that's a role-playing game that we've been that we've brought back to the house. I feel but, like um, Viducci loves the podcast, ma'am. which is awesome. Yeah, um, and and Viducci loves the Mets. Go Mets! You reckon his name is pronounced Viducci? We, 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 we're just going to. He didn't correct Viducci. me. <laughs> so, you know, I assume he does like the Mets. And he's what do you do? He offered us. A f- he's going to pay for our tickets or something. Yeah, he's going to pay. F- he's going to shout us a Mets game if we're ever in New York. So I'm going to have to I'm take him hold him up on to that. that. Yeah, do, we should go. I, I want to go America just for a Mets game. Yeah, we <laughs> want to go on Friday night for free shirt Fridays. Well, do they give out free shirts? Yeah, free t- t-shirts. Yeah, America to all the fans. seems like so much fun. Yeah, it's land of land of hope and uh, land of opportunity, land of hopes and dreams, land of whatever you want. Basically. Land of big food, by the sounds of it, too. Oh yes, yes. Apparently, like their medium is like our. Super Shout large. out to Doe in Manhattan, a little artisan donut um, bakery. Holy hell, they yeah. are the best. Look them up on the internet. Um, there, there's, I think, two or three locations. Uh, one's in Brooklyn. There's, sh- there's 
they said there's two in Manhattan, but we went to one that didn't exist. So just D O E? No, no, D O U G H. So dough. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they bake them fresh, and oh, just the most amazing things I've ever had in my life. Dan, like they, they've, they've ruined donuts for me. I can't have another donut because it will not compare to how good this thing was. I've never been huge on donuts anyway, but I always just loved the cheap cinnamon donuts from Coles. I don't know why. Okay, yeah. I just, I just love them, but I don't like the big. I know you're a big donut man. You love donuts. I'm a food guy in general. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing you talk about food, like you can just tell you have a genuine passion for it when like yeah. my wife's cooking something and you're like, I cook it like this. And you just go off and you guys just have like <laughs> these big comparisons. I'm like, this guy loves cooking food. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. I um... We should start a cooking show. You know what we should do? Start a cooking show where we cook things that are off like Futurama and The Simpsons and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So where I, I make Slurm. 64 slices of American cheese. <laughs> you make it. Yeah. yeah. And then you sit there and eat it. Yeah. Uh, does he get through the whole thing? 62. Whoa. I think I'm blind. Yeah. That's, my, that's one of my favourite quotes of all time. Homer, did you stay up all night eating cheese? I think I I'm th- blind. I think I'm blind. <laughs> on that note, that, uh, do you want to wrap this up? Yeah, we may as well. I've got things to do. Okay, it's been a million hour anyway. Yeah. Um, Is there anyone else we need to give a shout out to? Probably our official sponsors. Covered them off? Oh, well, yeah, those guys. <laughs> the Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page. If you haven't liked yeah. them yet, like them. They're smashing at the moment. If you like Simpsons, you're guaranteed to like this page. New moments every like half an hour. So, yeah. Facebook.com slash The Simpsons Best Moments. Also, please, if you are listening to this podcast, we would really appreciate if you liked us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Four Finger Discount. Every, yeah. every like means something to us. Yeah, and that's where we're going to get the... Like, if, if you want to say something to us, that's the best place to do it. Like, we're, we're very active on the Facebook page and we will get back to you as quickly as we possibly we, can. Yeah, if you write to us, we guarantee one of us will read it, like, almost straight away and write back to you straight Like, we love to engage with you guys. If you send us something, it will not go unnoticed. We guarantee one of us will engage yeah. with you. The best way to do it is post onto our wall. We want everyone else to see what you're saying to us. We want people to see that, hey, if I write to these guys, they're going to write back to me, you know? Yeah. You can, if, if you want to be secret about it, you can message us, but, you know... Just post to our wall and we're guaranteed to write back to you. And we'll give you a shout out on the show as well. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, props to uh, Nathan Clover for sending through uh, some stuff with uh, yeah, the Lenny names. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I can't remember who it was, but somebody sent through the um, the link to the Lego house. I couldn't find it anywhere on the page. So I really do apologize. If you're listening to us now, whoever did send us the link to the... Um, we posted it on the page, the the Lego Springfield yeah. that was made. Somebody sent us that Very link. Very cool, by the way. Yeah, which is awesome. So go to the Facebook page and check that out. But I can't find who sent that to us. So if you're listening, I do apologize. And if we do find it, we will give you a shout out in the next episode. Yeah, definitely. But um, as I said, thanks for listening. Really do appreciate it. Don't forget to check out our videos as well, our top 10 videos that we do each and every week on the mm-hmm. Torrent This TV YouTube channel. What will we be doing this week, Daniel? Daniel? Dando. Shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's your actual name? Brendan. Oh, your surname's Dando. What? Oh, wow. Here's the moment where we meet each other. <laughs> did you not know my name was Brendan? No, I did. I don't know. I just went... Well, of course I do. I've got you on yeah. Facebook. I, just, I don't know. I just the, went completely fucking blank for the, a second. The way they remember is um, you can combine my first and last name in one word. Like Brendando. Brendando. That's kind of cool. It is. Do that as a hip-hop band. I should brand it. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright that shit. Yeah. Um, but no, our next top 10 that we're kicking around will be the top 10 comic, sto- comic book store moments. Comic yeah, book guy moments. Yeah, yeah comic book guy moments. Yeah, it's going to be, that one's going to be fun. Yeah, I think yeah. we're going to do, because of the lateness of last week's podcast, we're going to throw a couple of things out as a surprise this week. So make sure yeah. you stay tuned to the page each day because we're going to put something up as a surprise top 10, maybe a surprise podcast as well. Do guys. I need to cancel my plans? Because I haven't been told about this. Um, <laughs> this is a surprise to me. Yeah, maybe so. All right, <laughs> cool. So thanks for listening, guys. I will return to my... 
I will return to my loving wife and tell her that she will not be seeing me over the coming days. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna be doing this accent for like for at least the next week. Let's just realize you can do comic book guy. Yeah, I know. I put the headphones on. I was playing around before we started recording. Like, <laughs> oh my! I can actually do that one rather well. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to hear what you guys think of Mitch's uh, comic book guy accent as well. So yeah. Post on the page, tell us what yeah. you think. If anyone can do it out. better, please send them through. Yes, subscribe yep. to the, uh, the YouTube channel. Check out all the other stuff on torrentlist.tv. We'll see you guys next time. Have a great week, guys. Yes, please. But what a shit way to end that. I'm like, what is happening here? Have a great week, guys. And yes. <laughs> Hold on. Let's, let's do that outro one more time. No, no, I'm going to leave it in. Oh, that's so <laughs> terrible. Okay, so thanks, guys. We'll see I you guys another, next time. Yeah, see you guys. Shh.